Good evening, everyone. How you doing? So, today was a better day. It was a great day at work. Like I said, you know, we we all produce. I'm just started the job. The guys are cool. We're past the getting to know each other and all that. They see what I know. I see what they know. And now we're working like a unit. That's all I could ever wish for. Also, Desiree got a floating desk. Um, she doesn't like sitting on her ass all day because she works from home. You know, she works for Hopkins. And she she's tired of just sitting and sitting and sitting. So she wanted a desk. She can, you know, stand up and do her work. But overall, today was a good day. And thank God for that. I got a chance to talk to my old co-worker, Harry. Awesome guy. And more, uh, most importantly, a great dad. Um, he's always talking about his kids or, you know, showing pictures or I see him on Instagram with his daughters. And that's fucking awesome. You know, someone who walks the walk and talks the talk because there's a lot of parents out here moms dads aunts uncles grand they'll they'll quick to show pictures they'll quick to to share your shit on facebook or instagram or hey this is don't they look good yeah don't they look good yeah yeah they look good but you didn't put in no work behind that you didn't support them you didn't talk to them you didn't help them face their demons or or whatever the fuck they had going on or you, lend, you know, anything, any kind of support. You didn't do shit. But as soon as it's time for them to shine, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can shine your fucking ass off, huh? You can share that shit quick as shit. Oh, look at my beautiful granddaughter. Fuck you. It's all fucking fake. Don't share my shit. And another thing, I don't do this shit for, I don't want a goddamn person to feel bad for me. I, none of that. Okay? I just, this is just what it is. This is what it is. I'm not trying to make a movie out the shit or go global or any kind of shit. I don't want a bunch of people, hey, oh my God, I heard you. No. If it's relatable, it is. If it's not, it's not. If a fucking shitty parent hears this podcast and can, and can change their actions and do something different, that's all I can really hope for. You know, to save someone else's fucking, you know, life or whatever, you know? Like, I'm, it's not for attention. It's not. You know? I just, I just had some shit to get off my chest. And I just, and I'm, and I'm told you, I'm not numbing it. I'm not. I'm not taking a drink. I'm not smoking a joint. I'm not taking a fucking pill. I'm not doing nothing. I'm drinking a coffee and I'm fucking talking. And that's just what it is, you know? But anyway, dads, dads are so fucking important, you know, and, you know, fuck my dad, you know, but, you know, growing up, right, I was thinking about it earlier, I had a friend, and his name was Brandon Carroll. And we were, we were younger kids. Um, my mom used to, you know, drop me off there and she used to go to work. 
It was just a safe place for me to go. But Brayden had both of his parents. He had his mom and he had his dad. And I'm I'm a child, so I'm looking at things through a child's point of view, but not really truly understanding certain things, but just remembering how I felt. Just you never forget how you fucking felt. No matter what. You may not exactly know what's going on or or why or why they said this or that. But I I, I hey, you could bet your bottom fucking dollar. I I don't forget how that shit made me feel. And his name was Brandon. And when it came to Mr. Dante, his dad. You ever go to a party and like, you know, you're around and everybody's hanging out and everybody's vibing. But you have this one guy. He's kind of like the fuck, the fuck boy. Like, oh god, like, oh dude, did he do it again? Oh my god, is he looking? He's not looking this way. He's not looking. Fuck, is he looking? Like the fuck boy, right? The outcast, the unwanted one, the one that, and Mr. Dante, and they would take us to Six Flags, and not every day was the same, you know. They. I think they were in the real estate. They had always had beautiful houses like, you know, Perry Hall, those big, big single family houses. They were beautiful, you know, just Brandon. And he just had a way of making me feel like the outcast. And like, granted, um, you know, I hung out with them a lot, right? And Brandon act a little different for me now what I can remember I wasn't like off the chain or hanging from the 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 railings or or nothing like that but he just had a way of like I remember this one time we were sitting at a restaurant or getting cheesesteaks or something I'm always talking about cheesesteaks but I think that's what it was and he asked me a question that I didn't know the answer to but Brandon knew the answer. And it was like a real, like, condescending tone. Like, no one's ever taught you that? Like, how do you not know that? Like, how old are you? You should know. But it was like some... I can't... God, I shouldn't tell stories I can't fully remember. But it was like some shit that a father would teach his son. And he would always, like, make me feel, you know, like wow how you you should know that I mean everyone's taught it's like no one fucking taught me that and I don't and I don't fucking know so why you and your son are sitting there laughing I don't know but I'm a child so I'm just smiling or picking my nose or you know doing the Dougie or some shit but he always had a way I you know I used to fantasize about having like okay I used to go to this barber shop called Nile Style right I had this barber he could cut hair like a motherfucker his name is Dante and you ever go there he's probably still cutting hair but when I went in there it's like this feeling it's all men in there right no females and you know we talk about man shit politics uh I don't know 
oh that you shouldn't talk about that in public but you know sports you know who had oh this one got drafted that but it was all it was just a good and i always and mr dante you know i always said damn i wish i had a dad like him like and i used to think like because he had a daughter and her name is kayla and she's very pretty um kayla's cool we also went to school but I, I used to think like, man, she, and Mr. Dante was smart. He, I mean, man, he, he had me crying sometimes in the chair, talking to me about God and, you know, this and that and how, you know, how I should act. And it was just like, man, and it's like no homo, right? But I wish I could take you home, man. Like, you just have a way of just making, I just really like yearn for that, you know, like a father- you know, it's just, it was a good feeling, and I had it, and, you know, when my father did, my, my own father come, came around, and, you know, wanted to hang out, or whatever we did, it was like that, but it was only for, like, a little bit, you know, till I was done, he was done, it's like, all right, I'm taking him home, and, you know, or, you know, he started disappointing me, and, you know, just not being what my idea of a father should be or and you're dead wrong i know no one's perfect and trust me i am quick to give a chance uh okay okay i i understand i understand i understand but nah you know you the shit he was doing i was like nah this motherfucker it just can't be it it can't be but I just always just wanted that, you know, that support. And my uncle, Mr. Fucking giving me ass whoopings all the time. He wasn't, I couldn't, he wasn't like that. Because you know what's crazy? When he wasn't kicking my ass or having me uh, touch my ankles and, you know, and, you know, whelps on my balls and all that. Like I told you guys, like, you know, it was like sometimes I would try to, Hey, Uncle Lonzo, and talk, but he didn't ever have much to say to me, you know? It just wasn't, you know, it's just like you only know how to kick ass or something. You only know how to beat my ass when I did something, when I'm disrespectful or whatever bullshit, whatever, you know? I'm not even claiming that shit because she's mentally ill, so fuck that. But it seemed like you only knew how to give ass whoopings. Like, you don't know how to be emotional, you know, supportive or listener. Try to understand. You just knew how to get angry. That's it. You just rage. Just fucking anger. That's it. So when I went to places to get my hair cut, like, you know, the barbershop or... I remember I had this really cool basketball coach. It was like, man, like, I wish I could have you. Like, I don't want this shit to end. There's a country song. I can't remember the name, but it's like five more minutes. And like, that's how I felt. Like, just give me five more minutes, man. Like, you know, like I'm away from my mom. I, you know, we, we're men, you know, we can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You right. Exactly. You know, and I'm not sexist or anything, but sometimes men just have a bond that just, you know, men understand men. And I just, 
but anyway, but yeah, but Brandon, my friend, um, I used to go over and everything, he had his dad, he's just, I was like, what the fuck are you making yourself feel good for, trying to make a little kid feel like, like, motherfucker, I don't, yeah, no one, right, yeah, I don't, but I remember that till this day, and for the record, it's this song that goes, I'm old enough to know better, young enough to not give a fuck, rather hold my head high and die than live and duck. And I know I'm bouncing around here, but I'm not dying and I am holding my head up, but it just really feels good to just let out on this on this podcaster. It's just so good. It, it feels so fucking good. It feels great. It, it dude, it's better than any fucking high. It's just, I feel on top of the fucking world right now. You know? Because I, I haven't done this shit my whole life. I haven't done it. But, anyway, my mom would take me there. And I would just see how, you know, how shit is supposed to be. And that's how it matched up in my head. And that's how, and, you know, growing up, when you see TV shows and you see, uh, Franklin the Turtle and Arthur and whoever house has that mom and dad fucking Cosmo and Wanda and you know just like you know it's always that hey son hey son you know it's just I don't know with my dad it was just fake it was just fake and I've given endless chances to him this motherfucker man I remember man I have he was my saving grace. I remember. Do you remember the time? Yeah, I remember. I don't forget. I don't forget. I remember I was being very irresponsible. I was being a fucking idiot. I was in my car. One, Not the Volvo, not the, the Mustang. It was before that. I had a 2001... Honda Accord, dark green. I was cleaning carpet at the time, and I had a girlfriend. And I was on my phone texting, going down. Um, it was like this hill, uh, Frankfurt and uh, damn it. Anyway, I was going down the, where you go into work and everything. It was like a hill, like on an incline, right? And I was driving down, but there, you know, carpet trucks and you know, those big white vans, they're coming up towards me, so you, you know, you have to dodge left and right, you have to dodge, move out the way, oh, okay, you know, oh, okay, that kind of thing, and knowing what I'm up against, I'm still on my phone, all in the FaceTime, literally looking down, why I should be looking the fuck up, and I ran into that, it was so fucking embarrassing, the whole, I ran into this, this, um, this van, I ran head on, boom, and the van, the, the front bumper was like metal or something, like it, you know, it, my car was no match up against this van, right, so, I hit the car head on, and radiator fluid started leaking out, you know, um, just oil, everything, anything that could fucking leak, leaked out that car, and it would, everybody in that job came outside, 
and they it's like, oh my God, Braxton, are you okay? Oh my God, and the car's just smoking and the hood's all bent up and the car was just done. It was done. And I said, what the fuck am I gonna do now? Because I damn sure don't save money. I, I'm paying my mother rent. You know, I barely have, you know, like, what the fuck? And I remember, and we weren't, my father and I, we weren't close then, but I remember calling him and my mother was tapped out. She didn't have any money to, you know, let me, or she, she said, why don't you just call your father and ask him for the money? I'm like, what? No, hell no. Like you ask him for the money, you know, like, I, you know, I no. I end up calling him and I say, Hey dad. Hey, what's up? I said, hey, I just totaled my car, and I was wondering, um, could I, and I don't like asking people for money. I've never been that. I just, it's awkward. It makes my butt cheeks clench up. I just can't ask people for money. So I said, hey, can I come up there and work? Can I come up to Philadelphia and work for you? Um, maybe I could work around the church, uh, sweep or paint. I don't know. Fucking do your taxes. Like, dad, I need a car. I just totaled it. He says, okay. I'm thinking, really? He's like, yeah. Now, a few episodes back, I talked about, and I'm not a jailbird or anything like that, but I caught a DUI. Drinking and driving. Shouldn't have been doing it. I caught a DUI. And I was on probation at the time for that DUI. So he says, yeah, you can come up and work. I said, okay, thank you, thank you. So I came up there. I started working. Um, No, I didn't drive up there, obviously. But I had a friend, um, my mom's friend, Mr. Avery. He was a he was a cool guy, too. Um, He drove us up there. My mother drove, went up there, too. And we went up there. And he met us in Center City, Philadelphia. I you know, got my bags out of his truck and everything, and I went into my father's car, and we, he says, you know, you're gonna start working, you know, you can, and this is like a weekend thing, like, I don't know if, I, I don't know how the fuck I was gonna get that, but I was willing to try, and whatever he gave me, he gave me, and I was willing to, you know, relocate or get a new job or do whatever I had to do to make this car thing work, you know, when I got back home, because like I said, I'm not living up here, I'm just, I'm up here to work, I don't know if it was for a week, I, I do know it was in the summertime, um, oh, by the way, when I totaled my car, right, my job fired me, because I was in the hospital for a couple of days, or I was out of it, or, or no, it was like for a day, but anyway, it was like a bullshit reason. You know what happened. It happened in front of the job. You know I'm getting myself together at the hospital. You guys fucking fire me. And thank God I don't fucking clean carpet. Thank God I'm in a trade. You know? But anyway, in the car professional restorations, they fucking fired me. It's like, great. So, right, exactly. So I had no responsibility. That's why I called my, my father and when I went to Philly. So... Anyway, we're in the car, and he says, you know, um, yeah, we, you know, you're going to work, whatever whatever we talk about. I don't, I don't know, surface stuff. <laughs> and I started working. I went home, got a good night's rest, 
and you know I brought my tennis shoes up there a couple like play shirts or whatever you call it not you know nothing I would wear out and I was ready to work I was ready to put some serious work in even now I'm a good worker I really am and um you know my co-workers can vouch you know I can vouch for them that's why I said we're a good team at work we're a very good team um so anyway I'm just ready to put in work I'm ready to show this band I want to you know earn a couple whatever you're willing to give me I just need to just make money I need a car I fucking I'm an idiot so the following day I get up and I go to work it's at a church he's preaching at some church it's a fucking crooked preacher I don't know how the fuck he gets these who the fuck trusts you to lead a congregation I'm up I'm ready to work um we get there oh I'm sorry I probably had oatmeal or something anyway we're at work and I'm ready to rock and roll I'm ready to rock and roll so he says, okay, number one, I would need you to paint these shelves. Without the paint, I start painting the shelves. And I do like one coat. He says, okay, I need you to cut the grass. I cut the grass in the backyard. And um, it was like a couple loose doorknobs. It was like little stuff, you know. He's not having me putting, you know. He's not having me doing refrigeration or HVAC or nothing, you know. Just little shit. And I don't... I don't know, I'm just being stupid, but anyway, it makes, makes no sense, so fuck what I just said, but, you know, he's just giving me a, a to-do list, like, get this done, have, and I'm doing my best, I'm doing my best, after all, I need a car, right, so, um, I think it was kitchen time now, so I'm in the kitchen, it's a church, and they have, uh, those deeper sinks, something like that, or, I just remember, the, you know, those deep like a restaurant or something like it was a deeper sink it wasn't like you're sinking your bathroom so I remember scrubbing that down I was just scrubbing the shit out of it scrubbing 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 and I mopped the kitchen floor and I I cleaned the windows I mean I was just everywhere oh I remember picking up the keyboard making sure I you know getting under the keyboard on his desk paperwork keeping that organized because when I picked it up I want to put it back where the fuck I found it because I don't want to have him looking for his papers the paper clips everything back the way I found it minus the lemon pledge (laughs) and the Lysol right so I was just I mean and I said you know maybe I could just show him maybe he'll be proud of me for you know working hard and I don't know my head's racing my head's racing all the time I'm just like I said man I'm just trying to do a good fucking job trying to do a good job right so I remember this after I got finished and I was tired of shit like I I mean I'm leaving shit out but you know bags of dirt and it's like all types of shit fucked up so I'm done and I said oh damn it I gotta put that second coat so I put the second coat and I'm being as careful as possible and I remember this like it was yesterday. It was this episode of SpongeBob where he's like painting something and this little drip gets on something. And like Mr. Krabs notices it immediately and he like zooms in on, zooms in on it. And that's exactly what my father did. I was putting this coat on the door to his office. It was white paint. And they had like red carpet, you know, like church shit. Like not fluffy, but just like red flat carpet. And I was being so fucked. I was painting, and a 
little drop got on the floor. And he looked down and said, Braxton, what the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even give it. He says, Braxton. I don't think he said what the fuck. I don't want to quote him wrong, but he was just concerned about the small paint drop that got on the ground. He says, see, see, look at you. You're not paying attention. You're not fucking paying attention. You're fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid. Look, how the fuck, how the fuck are you going to get? No, he actually, I'm going to quote him because I remember now. Ha. How the fuck are you going to get that out? Dad, dad, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. I'll Google it. I will Google it. I'll see how to get paid. How the fuck are you going to get that out? Because you damn sure can't patch it. Look how it's sewed in. You can't patch that. How the fuck are you going to get that out? And I'm shitting bricks, right? I said, dad, dad, I will get, I will get on Google. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dad, uh, look, 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 look. It says boil water. It says boil the water and we can put it hot water. I'll get it. I'll get something. Look, I'll dap it. I'll, I'll get it out. Just give me a second. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. He says, I don't know what the fuck. God, you don't fucking think. He used to always say that. You don't fucking think. You don't think. You don't think. And I said, just give me a second. I will get it out. Give me a second. God, you just. And I don't know if he was going through something. And I just don't know. But you should never treat anybody. I don't give a fuck. Especially, I mean, it was so small, but he made it seem like I dropped the whole fucking bucket. So, Jesus Christ. And I wasn't going to do a do one today, but, you know, it's just important to be a good dad and not a piece of shit. But anyway, he's saying you're so fucking dumb, like. And I'm still, you know, pleading my case. And he says, you're stupid like your fucking mother. Both of you. Fucking stupid. And you can forget about that fucking car money. Fuck that. You're fucked. You're on your fucking own. Fuck that. And after that, I was like, you know, dad. Like, I know you're upset. You're, no, fuck that. You're dumb like your fucking mother. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I remember that shit. I remember that shit. I do. I do. And tears. I mean, I'm so mad. I'm really contemplating on hitting them. Because I said I came all the way to Philly to make some money for this fucking car. I fucked up. It's my fault. And my whole entire operation was just fucked. Right? So you can forget about the fucking karma. You're dumb. Like, and I said, I said, is there any way I can, whatever I can do? I said, is there, it has to be, shut the fuck up! And I just remember, like, rage. Like, just... And, he, you know, he's bigger than me. I'm a little fucking... I'm still built like a fucking stream beam, you know? 
and I'm just, just looking over my, I remember that day I was just like you know and um, I was just really upset so after that we went home we drove home and the awkward car rides we usually had I just looked out the window. We were driving through Philly, so we see people on bikes and crossing the street. And, I don't know, birds flying in the air, but I just like, you know, fuck. And we got home, and he can't. He went downstairs and he sat in his chair and he watched his TV, you know, whatever the fuck he watched. I remember he had a Vizio. I'm just giving you, I'm just remembering how, I think he had a red chair at the time, they had a nice house, and, you know, but that was his spot, you know, the living room, he's downstairs, he's at the front door, someone comes in, I don't know, this is where the fuck he wanted to be, so that's where he was, and I was upstairs, and I was so fucking angry, oh, I was so fucking angry, I was so fucking angry, because it was such a small but I just just like my mother I wanted to make it right immediately I just wanted to just give me a second dad let me boil the water it's something let me fucking fix it it wasn't I mean small I just goddamn, damn I was so fucking hungry it was, I mean I wiped it up I mean I was like I was like see you can't even see it so shut the fuck up I'm like oh, you know like, you can't even fucking notice it. You don't even notice it. You're just still being fucking evil. You're just fucking evil. And he's not a dad. He was never a dad to me. He was a fucking father. You know? So, anyway. We're home now. He's watching TV. I'm upstairs. I'm, like I said, just I just cannot fucking believe this. You know, I've had letdowns. I've had this. I, I just needed this to go right. I just wanted it to go right. I need a car. I just want to get back and forth to work so I can fucking pay my mother rent. <laughs> what the fuck? And fucking just, you know, have some type of freedom or I, I just want to work. Why does anybody work? Right? I just want to make money. I want to. I just need it. You know. And before all this, everything was all good. You know, you know my father. I told you guys, he talked a great game. Yeah, you do this, man. I mean, we may just, man, we may just run to the dealership. I mean, it was all, I mean, why the fuck this fucking idiot? That's why, you know, I really feel dumb for that last, last time before I was done with that. Because it's like, just like, I like all this shit, like I said, it's just like, all this shit, I just numb out. I just don't think about it. I just forget it. Just when he was in my face, I just trusted him again. But anyway, I remember I just wanted to leave. I was so angry. I just wanted to leave. So I had Snapchat at the time. I don't have Snapchat now. Desiree thinks it's bad news. But anyway, I had Snapchat and they had like the thing where you can, um, 
where you can, uh, what's it, like, see where people are, like, location, I don't know if they still have that or not, but I remember they, it was, like, the new update or something, and I saw my friend, saw my friend was in Philadelphia, and He went up to Philly quite a bit. He's actually from Philadelphia, so he just so happened to be there. And I'm like, holy shit, like, you know, you only live like 15 minutes away from me back in Baltimore. So I um, gave him a call. I said, when are you going back to Baltimore? And he says, probably tonight, probably around like two, three in the morning. And I said, pick me up, pick me up from this address before you head on out, you know, back down 95 or whatever. He's like, what's wrong? You sound like, you all right? I said, just, just pick me up, bro. <laughs> I said, just pick me up. I'll tell you when I get in the car. And I didn't, I fucking left three o'clock in the morning. I, I remember like, you know, cause I'm still a kid and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm younger. You know, now I'd be like, get the fuck out the way, you know, but it's weird. You know, you don't have a car. You just up and leave with your bags. And I just, I don't know. I just fucking left, walked out the house. I just went downstairs, had my bags and I was trying to be quiet. I was trying to be real quiet. Opened up the door, opened up the screen door. Want to just go home? Just get me the fuck away from him. Fuck him. And I hopped in the car. We went home. And I came back home. And that's just what it was. I came back home. But I told you guys I was on probation for the DUI. I should have never gotten. I had no business drinking and driving. But I was. And he called my PO. Now, I had no idea you had to call when you were going out of state. They probably read it. Once again, you know, my fault. I should have read. I should have known. I'm not, I don't want a pity party. I don't, but I should have known. But he called my PO. I said, yeah, Braxton was up here. And uh, and I guess the PO must have said where. And he says Philadelphia. And I saw my PO that following Tuesday. She's like an older black woman. Hey, baby, how you doing, baby? And I said, hey, you know, I just play my part in and out, baby, in and out, in and out. She said, hey, your father called me, told me you went to Philadelphia. She said, I'm not going to violate you here because you are supposed to call and tell me when you're leaving out of state and you did it. But I'm not going to promise you won't be violated in the upcoming months. And I checked uh, the case search, the 
first like week, nothing. So I thought I was good. You know, because you said you may or may not. And I just cannot believe you fucking called my probation. I'm like, you are a fucking bitch. You are a cold bitch. The furthest thing from a man. The furthest thing from a man. Like, you're just a cold bitch. A fucking whore. You're a fucking bitch. You know? I just wanted to work, make some money, go the fuck home. And it turned into this. You fucking bitch. So anyway, I ended up having a warrant out for my arrest. And... I was getting rides to work at this time. I forgot where I was working, but I don't know. But it's just fucking just shitstorm after shitstorm. And he called my PO. And then has the nerve to try to text me. I hope you get butt raped in jail. I hope this happens. You're going to leave it like, dude, you're a fucking bitch, man. Well, anyway, I ended up getting the warrant. It's called quashed. When you're getting a warrant, qua- it's quashed. It's not, I thought it was squashed, like squashed the vegetables, quashed. I got the warrant quashed. I had to go to court because I had a court date. Um, my probation stood up and said, Your Honor, he's a great, he's a great kid. He's a great guy. You know, he got into an argument with his father and he called me. He said, has he gotten in any other trouble? He said, no, Your Honor nothing has he passed every drug test is everything on the up and up you know she says yes yes sir you know i'm smiling you know but i had to pay for a lawyer right and i had to pay you know the retainer the the, this that to get it quashed it was just like all this headache which put me further behind in getting a car and i just i just couldn't believe it like just, I don't know, you just, just like, dude, like, <sighs> so anyway, it's just really important to me to, you know, when I see a good dad or someone just taking the initiative to try to be in their, the, you know, their life and just, and not, you know, for a dollar or for attention or look at my beautiful daughter and my handsome son and this and that and he's in the academy of this or college of that no fuck that i need like genuine real love not the fake kind not just sharing my post not just sharing my fucking picture fucking walking the walk and following up with the talk baby like none of that fuckery like show me show me i want the real kind of love man So, but yeah, that's that story. But it's just like mother, father, mother, father. And like I said, I don't want sympathy. I don't want nothing. I just, just getting it off my chest and it feels good. Because I've had a lot of shit just bottled up it's in public, talking to people, friends, getting Chick fil A and just shit bottled up, just walking around like, let that shit out, you know, it's like, it's like I'm taking off my tie after a long day at work, or, you know, just releasing, I'm, I'm loose, getting loose, you know,
know this. And it feels really good. But, like I said, just no pity party. I'm not, I don't, you know, just, like I said, I'm just talking. And I just, for the longest time, I thought nobody felt me. Because I wouldn't, I didn't know. I just would bottle it up. And that's why I named this shit, like, someone's going to feel me. Like, someone's going to be like, you know. So I do appreciate the support and people who listen to me. I really do. So I don't take any of that shit for granted or nothing like that. It's just... It's like he was not the... I mean, just like... Just like, how can you do that to your son? You just call It just... What if the fucking... And completely, you know, it's like caught me off guard, didn't give me a heads up. Like, hey, man, you know, I was upset. I was in my feelings. And I called your probation officer and told her that. Like, what the fuck? Just let me just walk right into it. Now, what if I would have walked in there or they would have fucking arrested me? And I just would have had to wait till my court date or, or back up whatever. Because I think it works. You have to back up some type of time when you get, you know, it's like, how can you do some shit like that? Like, it's just a bitch. Like, I don't even know. Like, I, like what the fuck word? Like, I can't. You're a fucking whore, dude. Like, I'm more of a man than you. You should have called me. But I was so fucking angry. Because how you treated me back at the church. I fucking left. Like, fuck you. Just left. Like, fuck this. Because then it would have been... You're not fucking leaving you. I'm dick, like, man, like, I don't want to even fuck with you, bro. And I don't have a car. So I got home the best way I know how to get the fuck away from you. Thank God he was in Philadelphia and my friend was in Philly. Because I don't know, man. Like, just like, bro, like, you just, you shouldn't have been a father. Like, you shouldn't have just, bro, you shouldn't, I don't know. But anyway. <sighs> yeah. So. I'm gonna get some dinner. Take a shower. So, oh my god, it's fucking 8:41. Time is just like, oh god, wake up. Fuck, thank God tomorrow's Thursday. Fucking wake up, go to sleep. You know, I have a little bit of time left. Fucking go to sleep, wake up. It's just like, oh god, it's like a hamster on a fucking wheel. Jesus Christ. But you know, thank God. I have a job. Thank God I have a place to go in. Thank God I have a bed to sleep in. Thank God I could go eat and shower. And I have something to get ready for. Thank God I'm not sitting on a fucking sidewalk. Or fucking, you know, in a tent some goddamn where. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus, you know. But anyway. Have a good night, guys. I'll talk to you.